2020 newsletter. This is the blog written and narrated by me, David Faulkner. Regulating the property management industry, a decade overdue. Better late than never as regulation beckons for the property management industry. Back in 2008, Labour made dramatic changes to the real estate industry, which led to a significant improvement in the level of service and transparency from the industry. At the time, the changes were highly controversial. The real estate industry was a self-regulated industry overseen by the Real Estate Institute of New Zealand. Complaints about the conduct of real estate agents were mainly dealt with in-house, and this led to accusations by the then Associate Justice Minister Clayton Cosgrove around mates looking after mates. He was quoted as saying, the freedom of self-regulated granted by the current legislation is now perceived as industry protectionism rather than consumer protection. As such, the Real Estate Agents Act was introduced, leading to a state-run department that oversaw the conduct of the real estate industry. Even the most harsh of critics of Cosgrove would have to admit that the real estate industry is much improved due to the introduction of the REAA. At the time, the property management industry also fell under the realm of the Real Estate Institute, as only REINZ members were able to charge lessing fees for the leasing of residential property. Labour made the call that the property management industry was going to be left out of the REAA as many of the complaints that REINZ fielded was about property managers, and this was mainly over petty issues such as disputes, overcharges for damages, or poor tenant behaviour. The feeling was that the newly formed REAA would not have the resources to deal with so many minor complaints. As such, an unregulated property management industry was formed. The floodgates open. Then, in 2010, we saw further reform, but this time around, it was regarding the Residential Tenancies Act. Before the 2008 general election, there was talk that if Labour was to be re-elected, the letting fee, which at the time was charged to tenants, would be scrapped. The election didn't quite go to plan for Labour, as the Clark-led Labour government was ousted by National and John Key became the Prime Minister. The reform of the RTA continued, but instead of the letting fee being scrapped, National made changes that allowed anyone acting in the business of letting rental properties would be able to charge the letting fee to the tenant. With this call, the floodgates opened. Anyone could call themselves a property manager and anyone could charge the tenant a letting fee. The property management industry saw an influx of new companies setting up post-2010 as all of a sudden 
this unregulated industry was wide open to anybody starting a company. It did not matter if you had no experience, no training, criminal background, or a less than reputable reputation. With the influx came issues. Too many companies competing for too few managements led to a drop in standards and also a drop in price. Soon, there were too many property management companies and with a zero entry barrier, the industry was open to many issues such as poor practice and on some occasions, unethical and inappropriate behavior. Bonds not being lodged and owners' funds being stolen were some of the stories that made the headlines. A call for change has government listening. Now, after over a decade, we have almost come full circle. The announcement that Labour would regulate the property management industry has been welcomed with great applause from many within the industry. People have worked in the industry prior to 2008 can see the many issues that have arisen from a lack of regulation. If a landlord has an issue with a company, they have nowhere to go other than small claims. Rhines has, for some considerable time now, been campaigning the current government and also the previous national government to regulate the industry to protect landlords and tenants from poor and unethical operators. This reached its crescendo last year as Rhines introduced the campaign A Call for Change, which was a call for the government to regulate the property management industry. This was a group of industry professionals, as well as advocacy groups, who rallied together to lobby the government and introduce regulation. Here at Real IQ, we were one of the founding members of this campaign. We strongly believe that property management will be better off for regulation. REAA to be the regulator? The question is now, what does a regulated industry look like and who will actually be the regulator? Will it be the Real Estate Agents Authority or will it be run by tenancy services through the Tenancy Compliance and Investigation Team? Time will only tell. However, after listening to Chris Farfoy, the Associate Housing Minister for the Government at the recent Ryan's conference in Auckland, one must suspect that it could well be the REAA. In a video presentation, he indicated that property managers will have to work to a code of conduct similar to that of real estate agents. He also signalled that the Unit Titles Act will also face an overhaul, as more people are renting and more people are living in high-density housing such as apartments. The current Unit Titles Act is no longer fit for purpose. Being a property manager is easy, right? Many people think that being a property manager is easy. You sit back, collect the rent and do very little else. The reality is so much different. At any given time, 
a property manager could be dealing with a multitude of issues as well as legislations. We are working with far more than just the RCA. The Building Act, the Health Act, the Housing Improvement Regulations, the Fur Trading Act, the Human Rights Act, City Council bylaws are just a handful of statutory regulations that we have to deal with. At the end of the month, your property management company may have millions of dollars sat in a bank account ready to pay out owners, yet audits on accounts, police background checks on staff, as well as using trust accounts are all too often infrequent in our industry. And finally, there is no compulsory training for property managers, meaning there is no professional development. We are seeing an increase in property managers getting qualified under the New Zealand Residential Property Management Level 4 qualification. This is not a legal requirement. Our industry will have to adapt to regulation if and when it does come. However, the best companies will already be running their businesses as if the industry was regulated and very little should change from their perspective. You will likely have to be qualified and committed to ongoing training and development. If you are new to the industry, you will have to work under supervision for a period of time. Rental money will be secure, held in an audited trust account and professional indemnity insurance will be compulsory. You'd be amazed how many companies do not have this. People working in the industry will also likely have to have background checks done on them. With so much access to money and bank accounts, as well as people to enter tenants' homes, trust becomes an invaluable commodity for any professional operator. Ultimately, trust is what we are selling. Trust in our expertise and trust in our ethics. I would also strongly recommend that you become a member of either Rhines or Promins so you are committed to a code of ethics. Our industry is in for massive change over the next few years and we finally head towards the regulation of the industry. It's a decade overdue, but better late than never. 